Ready? Oops. Crap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, I was queuing it up. Now I'm ready. (laughs) In this... Okay, that's... You can't... You're laughing. You're ruining it by laughing. You can't laugh. This is serious. It always gets... It's always fun at the beginning, but by the end, everybody's all angry and like... It hurts. It happens. Somebody... Yeah, because the wrong thing wins. But let's... Let's... uh, That's... That's fine. We're we're all everybody's a winner for being nominated. Exactly. In this episode of the Full Nerd Hardware Hall of Fame. Oh no, and I didn't cut. <laughs> oh, fun. Welcome to episode one ninety one of the Full Nerd. I'm your host Gordon Mong with co-host Brad Charkis. Hello, Internet. Elena Yee. Hi, everybody. Keith May. Hi. And Adam Patrick Murray is in the very middle of your box. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole gang is here, you know. Uh, it's like the, the Brady Bunch, you know, layout <laughs> uh, is, is what we really need, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, cool. I'm excited, man. We, you know, we do one of these every year. It's been, it's been in the making this year. We're, we're a little bit later than usual, but we're here. We're ready. And this, this is Keith, the third annual, one. right? Third yeah. annual. Mm-hmm. Third annual. No participation trophies, uh, Mark Smith. This this is <laughs> this is for all the all the beans. <laughs> this is for all the beans. This is for the very prestigious, nobody's ever heard of, and totally fictitious full nerd hardware hall of fame. Yes, it's where we open up the books and hardware that has been in the orbit of the PC is so honored. To come in to the Hardware Hall of Fame because of its of its stupendous service to the PC. Although there was a Raspberry Pi last year, but it's still a PC. <laughs> that's what we that's what we came to degree on. It's still a PC. Who wants to kick this off? Do we uh, want to well, go in order? For, first, real quick, I think we should we should cover the uh, the pre or the 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 Previous Hall of Famers. Yeah, the, the Hall of Famers yeah. that are in there currently. Let, let me flash up the screen. Uh, Gordon, do you have? that on hand or do you want me to read it i do have it on hand so in 2019 we opened up the books the intel 8086 8088 was inducted as well as the ibm model m because basically we decided if you know hall of fame you should always start where you begin although the beatles did not originally get in to the, the rock and roll hall of fame which makes no sense we did it the, the right way better and, of course, the third inductee, there are three every year, was the NVIDIA GeForce 8800 GT, um, which was a which really bought, brought spectacular graphics performance down to a low price. Last year, 3DFX Voodoo was nominated and inducted, as well as MLC NAND, which really was a stand-in just for sort of high-density, affordable SSDs, which have changed everything in the PC. And finally, Raspberry Pi, because it's cheap. It's a fun toy to have. I mean, a fun. it's not even a toy. It's a fun thing to have, and that's it. So there's only six things in the Hall of Fame. This year, we're going to add another three. Everybody's got their nominees. I'm going to – should I kick this off, or do oh, we want to oh, go over rule, ground yeah, let's, rules? Let's go over the rules. Let's go over the rules. 
Okay, I have no idea what the rules are, but uh, <laughs> you know the rules, so I don't break them. We uh, we we all uh, all five of us brought three nominations. We're we're going to lay them out in the uh, in the the nomination phase. I'm I'm going to write it on the uh, the screen. I, I have a a nice little template going here in OBS, and uh, and then afterward we're going to go to some deliberations um, and some some voting. There's, there's going to be some voting. We're all going to take turns voting, and then the ones that uh, don't get any votes, get dropped, and the ones that get the most votes stay in. Uh, and the the goal is to get three. So at the end of this, we'll have nine total uh, Hall of Famers. So yeah, fun stuff, fun stuff. Then uh, yeah, Gordon, let's 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 kick it off then. So I'm going to kick this off with uh, an entry that I, I think should go in this year. Uh, it is the original. Well, not really the original AMD Athlon. K7 released in June of 1999. The original series came out at 500 to 700 megahertz, $324 to $849 for that. They came in a slot A uh, cartridge system for people who can still remember those. But the one I want to nominate is wasn't really it was really the a throwback to the days when everybody was still chasing clock speeds. And it is the AMD Athlon K75 built on a 0.18 micron. And for people today, that would be 180 nanometers. The big news, though, with that that Athlon was it was the first PC CPU to hit 1 gigahertz came out at 1,299 and had a 65-watt TDP. But again, the main thing was it hit 1,000 megahertz, 1 gigahertz. It was when people still valued ridiculous big round numbers. That was the first one to get there. It signaled uh, a, a few years of winning for AMD, and really for the first time in a long, probably ever, its history, it had it had really beaten Intel at its own game. So I think the Athlon uh, K75 1 gigahertz model should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. 1 gigahertz. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, also, real quick, we, we got a, a super chat uh, from Mike Quinton. Thank you so much. $40. Uh, Hall of Fame Clive Sinclair, the Timex ZX81 was an entry compute for many of us passed on this week. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Oh, wow. Uh, all right. Who wants to go next? Who wants to, to throw it out there? Brad? Let's have Keith go. This is first. Keith, yeah. There oh. we go. Keith. All right. First, first up, um, and let me make sure I'm not breaking any rules. It's any computer hardware component, right, that goes in the PC, right? Yes. Or outside the PC, if it's connected yeah. to the Perfect. PC, yes. Perfect. <laughs> My first entry is 10 years old this year. It is the Noctua NF-F12. <laughs> nice. All right. I dig it. And uh, the reason is, now, you guys have been around here for a while. Back then, fans were just these loud, screaming things that went in your computer, and the louder it was, the more airflow it made. And there really wasn't anything besides a static LED going in there. So you had to pick your color and your clear fan. And you they were all loud. There was no real... If it was a quiet fan, it wasn't moving much air. So the NFF12 
was they came in with the most atrocious colors that you could imagine putting in a computer at the time. And it repulsed a lot of people. And then the first time they used it, they were changed. They, they, it really changed their minds. And what it did was force the entire industry to have to rethink the way they were making fans. You could no longer just put flash, you know, a, a bright LED in it and then make it whir up really loud because now you got low RPM fans outperforming these loud dust busters. So it, it redefined that whole aspect. All right. That's I can dig good. it. I like that outside yeah. the box. Yeah. Or inside the box, but <laughs> there you go. Uh and I yeah, I, I think I had done Noctua last year, but it didn't uh didn't quite make it. So let's uh let's see if it gets it was that the year. fan. What, what, was it that fan specifically? I, I don't think it was that fan specifically. I can't remember. It was yeah. it was another model. Uh, yeah, I remember. Uh want me to go next? I I can sure. throw one out there. Uh, I, uh, as I did last year, reached out to the fine folks in the Discord community for a, a whole host of, uh, of nominations. I, I actually have 15 total <laughs> nominations from, uh, from, from all, all the cool cats over there. Uh, some of them make sense. Some of them don't. Uh, I, I got to give a shout out. Liquid R had a good one. The, uh, the servers, uh, that, that house GeForce now. Yeah. Is that, you know, uh, but you know, I don't think it would have hung. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, yes, that was a uh, that that was a good one. Uh, you know, a, a lot of good peripherals too. Some of them I'm going to hold on to a little bit, but I am going to go uh, with with one that we have uh, put in over many years, uh, but it has not quite got in. Cause MC had thrown it in too. Was a uh, Core Two Duo. You know, uh, that I think that was nominated last year by, by somebody, but I, I, I want to bring that up uh, again as well because I think that it is an important part of my history, but then an important part of the history of, uh, of the CPU in general. So let me go ahead and put that in there. I actually, I think I brought that up each of the last two years, definitely last year, and I was so mad that I didn't get it in. <laughs> So I skipped it this year, thinking there's no way I get the point. We're not, we're not doing it. I'm glad you put it in. I'm going to vote for you. It's 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 a good solid pick. I, I got a couple more curveballs, so you know that my first pick's a a solid one. <laughs> no, it's fair. I mean, it changed. You know, Marome put Intel back in charge after you know that the Athlon K75 that I mentioned earlier had beaten Intel. And the next time AMD had beaten Intel was Athlon 64 and Core Duo really sort of like Core 2 put him back in charge. And frankly, not until Ryzen, you know, has AMD been back in the game. So I think it's a very solid pick. Decade of dominance. You want to go, Elena? I'll go last. Mm -hmm. I can go go. first. You can go first. All right. Well, uh, this is the 2021 Hardware Hall of Fame. And I'm going to start this off with an unorthodox pick that fits the specific time right now specifically. Uh, I'm going to have some older stuff later, but my first nominee this year has to be the RTX 2080. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's actually <laughs> the... 1080 Ti. It's the GTX 1080 Ti. Uh, came out, what was it, five, six years ago at this point? 
came out stupendous price point. It's going to go down as probably the best value GPU of all time, very likely. Uh, you know, it was so good that it instantly, I think it was Vega that it went against. It came out to crush Vega and it did. Uh, it was so good that it also crushed its predecessor, uh, its successor, the RTX 2080. There's no reason to buy it unless you listen to Gordon. GTX. In the real world, you would just keep oh. the GTX 1080 Ti. <laughs> Uh, but more importantly than that, right now, in this time and place, tons of people are leaning on those GTX 1080 Ti's to still be able to game, to still be able to have great experiences, great 1440p, excellent 1080p. Like, this GPU has staying power like none other around, basically. I mean, it's four or five years later, five years later, and people are still, like, if you wanted to give someone a GTX 1080 Ti today... They would cry, they would weep, they would name their children after you. And I don't think we're going to see anything like that ever again. So, uh, since this is the 2021 Hardware Awards, that's getting my first nod. Uh, Don Japer in the chat says, uh, GTX 1080 Ti is a GPU that will never die. And I actually, what deal is this? Ironically, uh, I've only ever had one. NVIDIA card die on me, and it was the Founders Edition GTX 1080 Ti. <laughs> and yet, I, still getting your nomination. I yeah. uh, I just want to, do we, are we just putting our input now or during <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, it's up to you. Other than lack of DLSS support, um, I just wonder, because I mean, I think we can all agree that one day Ed Sheeran will be probably nominated to the will get into the uh, hard into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ed Ed Sheeran is still on tour. I I just think it's a little early to put in uh, uh, somebody into the 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 Hall of Fame if they're they're still up and around. So that's totally reasonable, and I understand that. I yeah. respectfully disagree. I'm not it saying shouldn't, it shouldn't still be around. Ed Sheeran. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it has been replaced twice so far. We're already two generations past it. It's, yeah, been end of life for a long time now. It's out the pasture. It's just that it's so good, nobody's letting go of it. So, He's a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Brad, I want to apologize. I did not mean to steal your thunder. I thought you were joking, so that's why I got it. Because it's been a running joke for so long between us. I thought you were just setting up for that. It's pretty good. Now, now I'm putting my money where my jokes are. I was going to nominate 2080 as the card that, that oh ushered in the, the era of hardware ray tracing and DLSS. But, you know, I, I can read the, the room and the politics of, of everything right now. And, and there's just not time. Well, Barry Bonds will get into the, the Baseball Hall of Fame one day. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep let's keep going. Let's keep going, Elena. Uh... Okay. So uh, I was going to name something else first, but I feel like thematically I'm going to move up something from my list to mention it first. And since we're on a theme of hardware that uh, will be forever beloved for how long it's stuck around, Sandy Bridge. So it's a toss-up because, I mean, I think before we even nominated specifically, I think you did, Brad, you nominated specifically the 2600K. But I feel like I know as many people who have kept their 2500K. I may be one of them as well. So in general, I think just Sandy Bridge has just had like such a fantastic run. 
that it deserves a, a nod. There are people I still see on Reddit, I think in Build a PC, where they're like, yeah, I'm finally thinking of coming off my Sandy Bridge processor. What should I replace it with? And everyone's like, well, I mean, CP is not a problem, but if your GP is fine, maybe just wait. So they're out there still. They're what can still I replace running. it with? Literally anything. <laughs> It's just held up so well. And like, even as, yes. a, as a productivity option, like mine's still going in a relative's PC. Yeah, actually, that was my other, uh, if, if it wasn't Core 2 Duo, it was going to be Sandy Bridge for, for damn sure. So look at that. But we got in the first round of picks, we have three CPUs. Wow. CPU category. Oh, uh, there's a Bimmy Lee in chat just says that I'm using a 2500K right now. Nice. They still work. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, all right, well, let's go to round two. I think Gordon, you're, uh, it's back to you. What, what do you got? <clears throat> well, I the fact that I'm going first and Elena has chosen to go last is just part of is part of her um, strategic thinking here. I just want to point <laughs> out that's why she that's why she can just change her things to enter. I'm just pointing that out. I am aware, but let me. I'm going to bring up something that. It firmly belongs in the the Hall of Fame. It's the Sony GDM FW900. This was a 24-inch display, 22.5-inch viewable, because, yes, it was a CRT. 16-10 aspect ratios, mostly 19 by 12, because people didn't really have the hardware to push up past that. It did run up to 2304 by 93 pounds, consumed <laughs> 170 watts. I think most people still think this was the pinnacle of CRTs, though, because you, if you had, if you had one of these, you can sell it for a bundle of cash. Uh, I, in fact, before this, I checked what a GDM FW900 Sony was going for on eBay, and there was one that has been refurbished from. Norway for $6,000. The monitor originally sold for $2,000. I'm going to close this out with a quote from, I'm just going to call him Sir Richard Ledbetter because he's English. You know, it seems like it sounds good. <laughs> Sir Richard Ledbetter of Digital Foundry said after buying a vintage GW900, it's true running modern games on a vintage CRT monitor produces absolutely outstanding results. Subject subjectively superior to anything from the LCD era up to and including the latest OLED displays. That is no one less than Sir Richard Ledbetter saying the GDM FW900, which sells for three times its retail price when it came out in 2000. 20 years later, it sells for three times what it originally sold for. That and people still covet it, so I can tell you, I can't see anything else in the second round deserving to be in the Harbor Hall of Fame more than that. Uh, I I just want to slip in a comment real quick and say that if Gordon has nominated a CRT monitor, he's officially no longer allowed to give me crap for still using one. <laughs> oh. Fun, fun fact, a little sneak peek. Uh, we have someone working on the ultimate CRT monitor buying guide right now, so stay tuned to PC World. <laughs> I have a, I still have a Mitsubishi downstairs in 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 the basement that's been sitting there for nice fifteen years. So and actually, you know, but I mean, you're using it for gaming, right? I mean, there's not like 
You're not actually using it for desktop work, are you? Uh, I you could. I I keep it around because I feel like the black levels on most of my flat panel monitors aren't up to par. And so sometimes when I'm looking at things like clothing and other things like that, and I want to get a more accurate read on them, I will put the tab in that monitor. So that's what it gets used for. Uh, I'll, I'll say that over on Discord, uh, we actually did have another monitor nomination from Ziv, uh, Sony Triton uh, CRT monitor. Not a specific model, but just that range was awesome. Also, uh, I forgot to mention that Magical Flying Fox had thrown in the 2080 Ti, uh, which was, uh, I think that was Brad's pick. Yep. So, yeah, a lot, lot of good ones coming up. All right. I dig it. Who's Wait, who's next? I think it's Keith. 1080 Ti. 1080 Ti. 1080 Ti. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keith is next. Yeah. All right. Do it. My turn. My turn. All right. We're going back outside the computer. We're going to keep things on the desk with this one. It is the classic, the venerable, the 2004 released Logitech MX510 before gaming mice were a thing. No RGB, no crazy colors, just a contoured, very comfortable mouse that has been replicated numerous times and is the core of what makes a typical gaming mouse it had a laser sensor one of the first ones the upgraded bot version had a laser sensor i had an optical version of it it was red marbled i drove two and a half hours to buy it from a best buy the day it was released and uh it was a crazy drive but it was was so worth it it was so worth going from the microsoft intellimouse that i had used for years and, and, you know, it was contoured. It was an ergonomic mouse, but going to that Logitech MX510, it was such a good mouse that they've remade it recently. Um, there was uh, a mouse, the company Nixius released one uh, several years ago that was built off the mold from it. It's just, it's that classic of a mouse. And it's, it, I felt obligated to nominate it into the PC World Hall of Fame the hardware Hall of Fame, because it is such an impressionable piece. So nice. I dig it. in your picks, Keith. Yeah, actually. <laughs> and uh, who is it? Uh, Magical Flying Fox had also thrown in the uh, Microsoft IntelliMouse as a, as a pick. So that's, that's good. And actually, I think it was the first year either Brad or I threw in the, uh, the Razor Death, Death Adder. Adder. Yeah, yeah. Not, not bringing that this year, but yeah. Maybe again, <laughs> maybe maybe one time. Uh, all right, uh, I think it's back to me, correct? Or is it Brad? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm gonna throw in. I've, I've 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 I don't know if I've done this specific model before, but I'm an audio guy. I got to throw this in. Uh, and friend of the show, VC Jester, definitely threw this in on Discord as well. The Sound Blaster 1.0, codenamed Killer Card with a K. Uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, I am I'm a lover of audio. I wasn't around. I didn't have this card, but I'm going to back up VC Jester on this one. That uh, even back in the day, you needed awesome audio. You still need awesome audio on your rig, uh, and you know the the Sound Plaster 1.0. I'll, I'll I'll try that one out. I'll, I'll see if that gets some support. The original ISA card back in the in the sound card wars of the of the 1990s, I guess is that the one. I, I guess, yeah. Well, let me put that in there. Uh, okay, and then it used it's... to be that you needed a discrete sound card to really, yeah, 
to really make the most of it. It made well, such a difference. Well, because there was no audio. That's that's what people forget is <laughs> desktop <laughs> PCs did not have any ability to make sound other than a than a beep from the uh, the post post speaker. But Sound Blaster and I guess in for old timers there was that war with it and MediaVision between Creative and, and MediaVision. Uh, you know, actually, VC Jester did put on his his nomination. He put uh, released in 1989. It took over the world of PC sound and changed PC gaming forever by taking music from a series of bleeps, bloops, and beeps <laughs> to proper sampling. So, yep, I dig it. I dig it. All right, Brad, it's you. All right. <clears throat> so for me, I, I, I agree with Gordon. Some of this is politics. Uh, and going back, <laughs> looking over the list. Of all of our previous winners, we have IBM up there, we have Intel up there, we have NVIDIA up there. We don't have AMD, and I think AMD has accomplished some very significant things in, you know, the history of the PC. Obviously, they're still around. A lot of other companies aren't. Uh, so I was going back and forth. The K7 was on my short list, actually. Uh, I probably am going to wind up voting for that. But bringing to the table today, the Athlon 64, uh, you know, the famous Athlon 64, it was the first 64-bit chip brought us into the 64-bit era, got rid of the 4-gigabyte, you know, buffer. That used to be the issue. Uh, still used today. Like, everything's built on that. Uh, it kicked all kinds of butt at the time. Uh, before then, AMD and Intel were kind of trading blows, depending on what you did. But Athlon 64, it just beat Intel, just like uh, Ryzen 5 does today. And that was the last time AMD did that. And they did it while bringing in the 64-bit era. It had other things like integrated memory controller and stuff like that, too. Uh, it was so good that Intel rolled out the P4 Extreme Edition like the week or two before this launch to try to sour the launch, as NVIDIA famously does now for AMD products. Uh, yeah, Athlon 64. You could argue it killed the Itanium in a lot of ways because once mm -hmm. you had 64-bit support on x86, Itanium started to look a lot less attractive. Mm-hmm. All right, Elena. Nice. Elena, let's All do right, it. so uh, I've got a running theme. Uh, I will explain it in my third pick. Um, so since somebody already mentioned a mouse, uh, I'm going to go with my alternative pick for this particular theme or branch of the theme, and that is the floppy disk. So I feel like that a lot changed in computing when we were able to start using uh, media like that. Um, I actually want to nominate specifically the 3.5 inch floppy disk version because it improved so much on the original. Like it was a lot less easy to accidentally erase all your data by putting it near something that uh, would demagnetize it. Um, or folding know, it and putting it in your pocket. Uh, and it also was smaller, so it was a lot easier to carry. And I, I remember that getting me through through school, school pretty well. I had a couple of uh, floppy disks, the 3.5-inch versions that uh, I still have around out of sentimentality because, uh, yeah, I just don't have the same attachment to my flash drives. <laughs> I was going to nominate the flash drive, but I feel like they're still around technically, so they don't, I don't know, like, how long they have to be around before they're like, okay, you're old enough. Like, we'll just, we'll just put you in there. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you wanted to, you could say the original M-key systems, which were the probably the first most popular ones. But floppy, 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to pick. I mean, that was the last one, too, for people to use. That was the last of the floppies. Yeah. I actually uh, personally think that the mouse, the introduction of the mouse is a little more uh, monumental, just because I think that really made it much more accessible. And, like, it kind of went hand in hand with the whole, like, move to uh, graphical interfaces. Um because I think a lot of people, before, when it was just command line, they just kind of thought of computers as this, this like super nerdy geek thing that was very technical. And then once you moved into the graphical era and the mouse made that possible, it was a lot easier. Kind of like going yep. to BIOS versus uh, UEFI. <laughs> yeah, I guess you would pick like Xerox Parks mouse probably, but that's, I mean, that's that's pretty ancient, so... Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, like, we, this is the funny thing. I think because we're so new into this still, we haven't really done, uh, we haven't really quantified if we have to have a specific model or like a generation will work. We've kind of gone back and forth. So for this, I was picking just more like general concept because of just the impact that concept had on the industry and like the adoption rates. Well, we have MLC NAND, so. We do. <laughs> so. Anyway, this is not the most exciting pick. I like everyone's just like, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, it's it is it's good. It's it, a it's, it's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. I'm looking at a stack of floppies I have on a shelf in here, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, yeah. I guess it is, yeah. It is. It is definitely a. Uh, it's it's like oxygen. We can't live without it. Oh, fun fact! I saw uh, there's a comment right now in YouTube chat. Flash photo says the younger generation is like, "What's a floppy disk?" <laughs> I, le- I legitimately polled somebody born in the '90s, and I was like, "Do you know what that icon is for save?" And they're like, "It's just a save icon." And the rest of us were like, oh. <laughs> "Horse and buggy." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they have no idea what that shape for the save icon is, do they? (laughs) Well, I guess, you know, for people who go back to the cassette days, maybe it should have been a cassette tape for the save because that's how we saved it on pre-consumer computers before because, you know, nobody could afford floppies. It was a a (laughs) cassette drive, but I guess people wouldn't understand it. They would just think you were trying to play music from something. (laughs) Of course, they wouldn't know what that is either now. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Right, yeah, right. you can you can have nothing but the icon. I'm thinking, take us like the fax machine icon probably still exists, but like what what's that? Kids don't have no idea what that is. Only Japan knows. Uh, all right, cool. Let's let's get to the the last round. Also, thank you, Ian. He he made a good suggestion for me to put the current Hall of Famers up on the uh, on the screen, which I did. So so people can follow along. Uh, okay, and I guess it's back to Gordon. So for my my last pick, my last nominee is also in the cooling category. It is very hard to look back that far and remember everything that was out in that era. There was water cooling. It was external water cooling at that time. You had to buy external radiators that looked like an ionic breeze. You had to run hoses out of your case. In fact, some large cases, you'll still see the cutouts so people can run external cooling for the water cooling back then. In about 2005, though, Cooler Master came out with the Aquagate Mini R120 and Aquagate Mini R80. They were self-contained closed-loop coolers. They had radiator 
a small pump attached to the water block that were copper, so they were pretty nice, and hoses. There was no maintenance in general, although you could maintain it if you had to eventually, but they were intended to be mounted inside your case and give uh, normal people who didn't have big budgets or a lot of space and the technical know-how, the ability to access the you know efficiency of liquid cooling inside of a PC case. Most people, of course, give Asetek all the credit for liquid cooling. Uh, at the time, though, uh, Asetek that I knew of was pushing very extreme cooling. So they had uh, actually a phase change uh, cooler that was very, very high-end. The Aquagate Mini R120, though, was the first liquid cooler that I had seen back then in the early 2000s. And it really did eventually change all uh, PCs because, yes, there are people running air coolers, but you're either running really nice high-end Noctua's or other brands or you're running the POS included free ones. But most people today, when they build a new gaming machine or a machine that's going to do more serious work, they will reach for a CLC. And I really think the Aquagate Mini R120 was the piece of hardware that ushered that in. That's it. <laughs> sorry, it, it just uh, so I, I got the name right. The Aquatech, or I'm sorry, the Corsair Aquagate. No, oh, no, no. Cooler Master Aquagate. Okay, I'll just take that off. Aquagate Mini R20. You could just Aquagate, probably. Or maybe just Cooler Master Aquagate Mini. Okay, all right. Until you said the word phase change, uh, I hadn't thought about how long it's been since I've even thought about phase change coolly. <laughs> oh, they were impressive, too, because it, yeah. it was a minus, you know. And, you know, the interesting thing is the Aquagate Mini R120 came out in May of 2005. Uh the uh, vapor the uh, the vapor chill light speed the Ace Tech which was phase change you know negative fifty uh, came out in two thousand and four BTX had come out in two thousand and four and you're like the entire design of BTX was to cool the CPU off and you kind of wonder why was there so much focus on cooling a CPU off well the Prescott Pentium four came out in two thousand and four so <laughs> that'll do it. All right, cool. Uh, Keith, I, I think you're Keith, up next. the ultimate pick. Uh, I, Gordon messed up one of my picks, but I got to back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll save that one that I had for next go around. Wait, that that way I've round? got it. Uh, huh? This is, is the last, last round? round? It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It means next she's, right. she's maneuvering. Elena is maneuvering here. Yeah, no. Um, so my last pick is actually, and it's kind of, a, I gave this one a bit of a thought. It was my runner up, but it's now moved up to my third pick. Um, it's sort of still in use, but it's been around for so long. And it, I think it's very, very important technology. It is uh, the SATA interface. Because prior, uh, look, guys, you've you've all built a computer prior to SATA. Mm-hmm. You, uh, oh well, some of us. Adam is shaking his head. Well, Adam, <clears throat> let me tell you about how things used to be back in the day. <laughs> you had ribbons, please, Grandpa. Big old wide ribbon cables, <laughs> and if you wanted to get it nice and tidy, you had to get some rubber bands or zip ties and crunch them up, and then you break the fit. <laughs> 
it was you, SATA just made all of that so much easier. It made it to where you could really get that airflow going in a computer. And I just, I will never forget the first computer I built that used it. And it was, it was with a, a, an Athlon 64 system and those cables, it was just this little click, click, and for your optical drives and which those hardly ever used anymore. And then your hard drives, it was such an amazing thing and it was faster. And I get that, you know, NVMe is way, way faster now, but you can still walk in the store and buy things. Of course, it's the newer SATA three protocol versus the original SATA, but it, you, you grew with it over the years. And if you still had one of those old hard drives, you can still use it if it still spins, but that changed the cabling game forever. That's it. That's, that's, that's all I had. Cool. It also did That's away cool. with the whole primary secondary jumper thing, mm-hmm. didn't it? It did. As far as I remember, I don't remember ever having to set a jumper on a hard drive after yeah, that. Yeah, those are the days. Yeah. See, Adam, you used to have to have a little jumper a little on the back of your, your hard drives, and you'd have like to Mario, pick like which order jumper? based on the jumpers. <laughs> sure. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you had to set Master Slave on your parallel ATA. And the best thing, though, was they used different size jumpers on certain drives. So you wouldn't have these, if you didn't have the jumper somehow, you wouldn't have one to use. It was was pretty funky. But if you had great cable management with those IDE cables, that showed you had skill. Yeah, that was tough, though, when it was just, uh, you know, with the 33. But when they went to the 66 and 100 conductors, remember, they got really, really fine. And you could people really there was a voodoo PC actually had this famous person that he could do origami, basically, with these mm-hmm. these ATA cables. It was, it was amazing. I used, to buy, I used to buy the ones that had like the big heat shrink around it and it would like squeeze it all together <laughs> so that it almost looked like a SATA cable, <laughs> but like had a broom on the end. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's a reason why cases used to be completely solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was pushed as in to improve airflow, too, because airflow was, was a key back then. It was it was way harder to cool off computers back then. Oh, yeah. All right. I dig so, it. That's my last pick. All right. Uh, my last pick, I'm, I'm going to kind of – There's. it seems like there's always a theme where, uh, you know, you have something that comes out that redefines uh, – all the all the previous hardware, you know, maybe stuff didn't really work that well together, and then something comes out and just really made it uh, made it possible to to have easy setup, easy use, and it's going to be the Xbox 360 controller. So sure, it's, it's that's controversial, but I'm listening. I mean, it's it of <gasps> course it's a console controller, but it's standardized controller input on the PC, and yes. I, I play controller a lot on the PC. That's the glory of the PC. You can have anything you want. Flight sticks, all, all that fun stuff. Yeah, that's a good one too, for sure. And the uh, b- b- before the Xbox 360 controller, the controllers that were out there, the the input modes that were out there were, were definitely a little bit more scattershot. And the Xbox 360 controller just was was the one to, to kind of unify it and bring it together. And I, I actually know some people who still swear by it and use it to this day. Uh, yeah, right. I'm- Mine died last year, and I was so mad about it. And all the nubs were worn off and everything. I just couldn't let it go, though. The new ones don't feel the same. You're right, mm-hmm. Adam. That really, after the Xbox 360 controller came out, that really, everybody followed the exact same pattern because it was so dominant. 
and you have to admit something so dominant that it makes everybody else emulate you. That's 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 a lot. That's that says a lot about and, it. And I did get a lot of support. There was more more than enough people to name uh, on Discord that that said that was a uh, that was a pick. So this this one's truly of the people. And and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna write it all the way to the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a northern X, but I like it. Right. Yeah. So Brad, your last one. Mine, I'm, I'm going to go back to the well for one I did last year uh, because I still think it deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to go back to another graphics card. I'm going to do the GeForce 256 again. Uh, came out in 1999. You know how we call them GPUs now? Uh, that is because of the GeForce 256. That is the card that gave graphics processing units literally its name. Uh the DDR version took tasks like tra transform and lighting that uh, used to be on the CPU, moved it over to the GPU. It was one of the first DirectX 7 cards. Uh, it beat Voodoo at the time. It beat ATI at the time. NVIDIA is still going strong. 3DFX died shortly thereafter. ATI sold to AMD. Uh, you have to think it's related. Uh, that card just kicked ass and took names and literally gave us GPUs as we know them today. So the first gpu i i had started to write out a polaris uh and then had to <laughs> delete it and put in because I, I i was sure you were going to put polaris in there but <laughs> <laughs> all right then uh elena your your last one is it a raspberry pi 4 no <laughs> uh actually this this is my troll pick uh and i'm going for it and i don't know if it's actually going to qualify because technically I think the rules you gave me forbade potentially what this touches upon, but we'll see how this goes down. I pick atom processors. And the reason for that, <laughs> Gordon's face is a beautiful, beautiful thing right now. And the reason I picked this is because of netbooks. Now, I don't have much love lost for netbooks but i feel like they were so <laughs> fundamental they were so fundamental in changing what we expected out of laptops and of low lower end affordable computing like it really drove down prices before before ultrabooks there were netbooks and also, Atom processors made it possible to get things like compute sticks, which is a desktop PC. I think that as much as we hate this processor and we, we bag on it constantly, I think it was very fundamental in how it shaped part of the landscape in computing. I, I want to second uh, <laughs> Elena's <laughs> pick of the Atom processor because <laughs> if we didn't have the Atom processor and the original netbooks... There would be no iPad. There would be no Chromebooks. Which we all know right? is a computer. I'm just, you know, because of the absolute horrible taste that the original netbooks left in everybody's mouths, the iPad was born. And uh, just think of it. Just think of uh, if Intel had, like, just came out with a low-cost core part it pushed out for netbooks and, and sold them very cheap, where we'd be. I mean... The iPad wouldn't exist. Chromebooks wouldn't exist. It would be a completely dominant, nothing but everything uh, PC-based world. But thank God we had <laughs> netbooks and the Atom I've processor the to help introduce the iPad and Chromebooks. 
So yes, I would like to second the atom processor. I was saying is like we're we're now at a point where we're gonna see Alder Lake and hybrid cores, and I feel like we would not be on this path if the groundwork hadn't been laid way back when. So I'm gonna say. Oh my! <laughs> okay, that's the pure uh, silence. Uh. <laughs> I, I was writing it down. <laughs> I don't think I'll be voting for it, but I was writing it down. <laughs> Okay, then, uh, yeah, to, I like to, the thing. We, we, we have a, a, a damn good list here. This is, yeah, 15, 15 picks that we're going to have to, uh, to whittle down. Uh, wow, this is, this is going to be hard. So, uh, is, is there any last, any last, uh, notes that we want to put up and any last de- deliberation between, before we start to, uh, to, uh, to do our first round of voting? Uh, are there any other picks we just want to give a shout out to you from Discord while we're in this like initial phase? Sure. Uh, like not necessarily we'll vote on them, but just to you know acknowledge yeah. all the contributions people. Oh yeah, made. yeah. No, I, I I had a fantastic list. I I don't know how to say their name. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Nominated the EVGA. Yeah, there we go. EVGA SR2. A, uh, a high performance power supply. Uh, the there was one uh, Cos MC had the twenty two hundred G. Of course, Liquid R with the uh, Commodore sixty four. Um, Zivid put in Polaris. Uh, David MSG sixty eight hundred XT had put in Zen one, um, but I still think that's probably a little too new. A little too new. Uh, Ziv had put in Nit- Nidek Gentle Typhoon. Uh, and yeah, but plenty, plenty Ooh, more, plenty more dis, uh, discussion over there on Discord and in in, in YouTube chat as well. Uh, so yeah. Uh, oh no, I'm I sorry. It wasn't a, a power a supply. Rules a, clarification. Oh, the Are you still? I, sorry, if you're still continuing, um, nope, nope, nope. Uh, rules clarification. Yes, I, go for it. I, I just, I, I just clarify the rules. Is there any rule against um, voting for the same thing three times? Because I'm thinking about voting for. Number fifteen, three times. <laughs> uh, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I just want to make sure. <laughs> no, no. The the and for initial... audio listeners. Yeah. Number fifteen is Adam. Yes, the Atom processor, Adam. which I do agree. I I wrote a column. You can still find it on PC World. I made peace with Adam and what it what it allowed me to do, but. Sometimes I, I just wish there was a It's a Wonderful Christmas movie with the Atom processor. Like, if it didn't exist or something, what would have happened? Right? <laughs> it would have reshaped everything. If, like, Atom didn't exist and they had done just a low-cost core, no iPad, no Chromebooks, AMD never probably would have gotten back on its feet because Intel would have been dominant because of it. Yeah, I just think. Of all the things Adam gave us, the great things, the iPad, uh, uh, Ryzen, and <laughs> and Chromebooks. I feel like I've stunned Gordon so hard. He doesn't know actually how to react. <laughs> yeah, this is, this no, is it's one. it's amazing if you think about it. I mean, you know, it's... It did so much wrong, it made things go right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh also oh, sorry also there there was some in the chat about uh, ATX form factor. Dennis Siberian threw in the the Razer Death Adder. I I it's it's going to get in there. It's going to get in there uh at some point. 
uh, for sure. You know what else is going to get in there that I almost brought back instead of the GeForce 256? Mm. One of these days, the MacBook Air, first MacBook Air is getting in there. Let me tell you. Ooh, it got close last so year. So right? we, we're making our picks. All right. Yeah. So so now we're we're each going to go in uh, and 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 pick five. Everyone gets five votes. I'm going to mark little X's next to the to the nominees uh, to to signify where the votes lie. So yeah, get get your your thinking caps on uh, as as people are thinking. We're gonna. I'll I'll, I'll reiterate the the nominees. Uh, Number one is the Athlon K75. Number two is an Octua NFF12. Sorry. Uh, number three is Intel Core 2 Duo. Number four, GTX 1080 Ti. Number five, Sandy Bridge. Number six, Sony GDMFW900. Seven, Logitech MX512. Eight, Sound Blaster 1.0. Nine, Athlon 64. Ten, 3.5 inch floppy disk. Uh, 12, well, sorry, 11 Aquagate Mini R20, 12 SATA, 13 Xbox 360 controller, 14 GeForce 256, and 15 Atom. So uh, let's let's just go in order here. Gordon, uh, give give me your give give me your five. Give, go ahead. Uh, number one, Athlon mm-hmm. one gigahertz. Okay. Uh, my list is entirely based on the, the historical. They they. They accomplished tectonic shifts in in the industry. Athlon one gigahertz symbolize that basically all, represents all Athlons. Sound Blaster one I, I think that's that is a fair. I mean, basically, sound cards. It it's the one that that changed everything in the end. GeForce two fifty six. Core two Duo. And. Logitech MX five ten. Ooh, all right, cool. There's uh, there's Gordon's five picks. Brad, uh, what, what are your five? Oh, uh, Keith Keith was after Gordon. I'm still picking. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Let's, uh, Keith. <laughs> all right. So first is uh, the Athlon K seventy five. So one. I am also picking my Logitech MX five ten. Number seven. Uh, number 13 for the Xbox 360 controller. Um, for Windows. Yes, yes. That was the way the box had it. it yes. Xbox 360 controller for Windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 14. So the GeForce 256. And five. So Sandy Bridge. Sandy Bridge. Bridge. Okay, cool. Uh, I think it was me next. Uh, I am going to go with Sandy Bridge. I'm going to go with uh, Sound Blaster. I'm going to go with the Xbox 360 controller for Windows. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the 1080 Ti. That was four. Uh, and then I'm going to go with the monitor, the uh, good old CRT. I never had one, but man, I would love to get my hands on, on one now. They're dreamy. This is so hard with five people. It was hard enough with four people. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, all right. I will go with... He snuck to a fan. The NF F12. I will go with the GeForce 256. I will go with the Core 2. I will go with the K7. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on the sound. one second. Oh, uh, sorry. K7 and Sound Blaster. Sound Blaster, 
Yeah. Is that 05 for me? Yeah. Uh, you did the... Uh, no, I think that was 4. GeForce 256. Okay. Uh, the K- AMD K7, the Core 2, the Sound Blaster, and the Noctua NF. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it, got it. Okay. Got him. Uh, okay, Elena, you're the last pick. Uh, well, I'm obviously voting for Adam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just to see Gordon's face, partially. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just to keep it in for another round, the, you know? The, the real reason she likes the Adam is because of the low pricing on netbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Laptops were expensive before netbooks came out. It really changed the landscape. We can debate I, that later. I agree, because if not for the netbook, they wouldn't have all run and bought iPads. Um, K75. Yep. Sound Blaster card. Okay. Uh, let's see, where am I at? I think that was uh, Sandy Bridge. Sandy Bridge. And let's see. I think I'll go for the GeForce 256. Fun. Okay. Then we get we got some we got some good voting, <clears throat> some good voting and some early early winners. The three that got four picks was Athlon K75, Sound Plaster 1.0, and the GeForce 256. But unfortunately, we also have four picks that got zero votes. So those are going to be uh, those are going to be taken off. I'm going to do that right now. Uh, say goodbye to Sata. It's a good, good pick, but not this year. Say goodbye to the Aquagate Mini R20. Uh, water cooling never looks so cool. Say goodbye to the 3.5-inch floppy disk. Influential, but not making it in. And the Athlon 64. I, th- I think it, this is the second time it's been nominated, and it uh, shot down. It's just too early. We'll get too there early. someday. We will get there someday, uh, and I'd realize. Yeah, that- once the K7 came up, I even though I put in the Athlon 64, I'm like, yeah, I'll go with the K7. Okay, that leaves us with uh, 11, 11 picks. Uh, I will reset the the votes here. Uh, is, does anyone want to make any uh, <clears throat> any strong strong claims that that we should be voting on uh, on some of these, or that 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 some of these need to be in? <clears throat> this year, and you're, you're gonna stomp your feet and get angry if it doesn't. Well, I, I don't think you should stomp your feet and get angry, but <laughs> clearly there's some historic parts here. There are some historic parts, like the atom processor is historic. <laughs> A lot of history there. <laughs> I will say it's it's an unusual pick. But even though I didn't vote for it in the first round of picks, uh, uh, because only because Adam had already did, so I knew it'd be safe and secure getting through. I really think the GTX 1080 Ti is the perfect 2021 pick specifically. If it came up next year, I probably wouldn't vote for it, or I probably wouldn't even nominate it because yes, it is young. I understand Gordon's concerns about you know people are still playing on it, but the fact that people are still playing on it two generations later. The fact that, you know, it's, you could sell these for $700 right now, five years after they launched. It completely negated the RTX 2080. Uh, like, you're never going to see a GPU value like that again. <clears throat> it's saving people in the pandemic. 
It's it's too for me. It's too current. Uh, I would argue there are people still using Core Two Duos. I would recommend they stop. Um, <laughs> there's better parts out there that are cheaper. Um, it's like that Sony monitor that that was the pinnacle of CRTs. People are paying six thousand dollars for them used, but I wouldn't consider that as a that's clearly retired. That's ten. Anybody who takes ten eighty Ti tosses that out right now would be crazy. If you even if you took a twenty eighty or possibly one of the you know the the unpreferred cards and, and toss it out, you'd be crazy right now. So I, I don't know if that's for I, me. I I would argue that's. Well, Not that. But I would say two of the six current Hall of Famers are things people actively still use, Raspberry Pi and MLC NAND. So I, I don't think it, it necessarily disqualifies it if it's still in use. Uh, so Well, I think Raspberry Pi was probably... I don't know how that got in there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I think MLC NAND... The original... No, I can tell you no one's using the original MLC NAND SSDs that came out in Saturn. 10 years ago, right? That's, so, they're too small, too slow to be any of any use. Although technically, yes, last year's uh, pick of Raspberry Pi was specifically the first gen, not the current fourth gen. So it's technically EOL. Oh, okay. If it were 1.0, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Although, right, so Brad, are, I have a question huh? for you. Sure. So all the arguments that you made for the GTX 1080 Ti could apply just as much to Polaris. Why is that not on this list? Because uh, nobody is tripping over themselves to go buy a Polaris card right now. <laughs> like, Polaris was great. It didn't negate everything else around it. Like, it still holds up. It, I think it is also a great value. I think that era is going to go down as one of the great value eras for graphics cards. But when the next-gen parts came out, like, no one's like, oh, don't buy these because the mm, 580 okay. is still around. Whereas with the GTX 1080 Ti, the RTX 2080 came out with ray tracing, DLSS, and everything. It was like, no, we got the GTX 1080 Ti already. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, also, I will say, whoops, I realized I had a typo. Nominees does not have a second I. So thank you, Master Procrastinator, <laughs> for, uh, for pinging me on Discord. Nominees. Nominees. Do we want to make anybody want to make any other um, – want to sway anybody's vote here, either one way or the other? Like talk about how if we didn't have Adam, people wouldn't know how to judge how slow things are. Because you, like, you know what the top is. But you really don't know what the bottom is? All I'm saying is, Gordon, if if we're going by your logic and Adam didn't exist, then the iPad wouldn't exist. And then what would you have for fodder when you make your rants? That's why I, I'm supporting your pick. That's why I am <laughs> I'm, I'm advocating for people to vote for netbooks, one of the darkest chapters in PC history. As uh, as something that should be included in the in the Hall of Infamy, I mean Hall of Fame, so it definitely should be on there. I I don't think we should be negative though. I I think we should say positive things and clearly achieving a one gigahertz a monumental achievement in computing. Those big round numbers and that was you only get to one gigahertz the once and Athlon got there once, beat everybody there to it. Um, I, I would think that is a, that is as 
you, you can't that is just an amazing achievement the symbolism of one gigahertz of performance computing for thirteen hundred dollars is is amazing i feel like most people watching the show already know the importance of it for for anyone who's newer to the pc scene like just for context like that was the era where like clock speed was what drove everything like today it's cores like number of cores but back then it was like how fast can this thing go and so for it to hit one gig was was like absolutely monumental yeah and people don't realize this but back in that in those days there were no model numbers there there was no i3 or i7 it was just simply you know pentium pentium 2 400 for 400 megahertz pentium 2 400 megahertz clock speeds were the only only measurement of performance for computing back then the pentium 4 sort of bent reality by being designed to hit extremely high clock speeds at less efficiency um and basically athlon was able to exploit that they basically apparently had greenlit the one gigahertz original athlon because intel had demonstrated at IDF, the uh, 1.5 gigahertz Pentium 4 Willamette, and AMD's like, we gotta, we gotta get to high clocks. And of course, unfortunately, the 1.5 gigahertz Willamette was not really that impressive. Uh, I, I will say, uh, Dr. Ian Cutris, Tech Tech Potato, said uh, my Xeon Phi had 72 atom cores. Wow. <laughs> Don't know what that is, but yeah, that make fun funny. of Adam now. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. There's, there's nothing like the, you know, the best attribute being we can give you lots of them for cheap. That is something <laughs> valuable. I, I have to admit, there is something to it. You know, work for ARM. Work mm-hmm. for Ryzen. <laughs> yeah, I would argue that's also high performance. You combine high performance with it too. So. Uh, I mean, okay, okay. You found the caveat. <laughs> <laughs> I love Keith's face through all of this, which is like, what kind of internal strife did you drop me into? <laughs> Every time Gordon, I start going over the Adam thing. He's like, what? Do I, do I You're really safe. have to Don't be worry, here? Keith. It's all friendly. It's all friendly. Do we want to do another round? or? Yeah, well, the, yeah. the next round, it's going to be tough because we all get three picks uh, out of this mm. list. Uh, and the, there's 11, so... <clears throat> Go ahead and, and start picking your three. Um, I'm going to uh, say them out loud again. Athlon K75, Noctua NFF12, Intel Core 2 Duo, GTX 1080 Ti, Sandy Bridge, Sony GDMFW900, Logitech MX510, Sound Blaster 1.0, Xbox 360 controller for Windows, GeForce 256, and Atom. So... Uh, I say let's do another round then, Gordon. What, what are your three picks to stay? Well, my argument for this one, because now we're getting, now you, you really like, you got to earn your place in mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So you, these products were, they marked forks in the road. They changed the course of everything. Athlon okay. K75, one gigahertz. Okay. Symbolize that with Athlon, it changed everything. Sound Blaster 1.0, I, I, and I know there was, of course, the sound card wars of that era, but Sound Blaster is the one that won 
Sound Blaster is the one that everybody followed. After Sound Blaster, if you didn't have sound, you didn't have a computer you could play games on. GeForce 256 changed everything. There, That was it. That really marked just the dominance of NVIDIA today. GeForce 256 really did mark the era of change for everything. And, and NVIDIA has not looked back since then and has not gotten off the gas. And everyone from Intel to AMD slash ATI and any other graphics competitor, they all chase NVIDIA's place. GeForce 256 Mark that fork in the road. That's my third pick. Good picks. I like it, and good good reasons. Good reasons too. I, I like it. Uh, all right, Keith, your three. Oh man, see, it's, um, it's no fun at the end, Keith. It's no, fun. <laughs> no, you see, Gordon almost Gordon has sold me on uh, number one. So I almost went with number eleven, but number one. Thanks, Keith. Going with that one. <laughs> For audio no, listeners, no. that's Adam. <laughs> no, I was doing number one. He almost <laughs> sold me on 11. They are so close. <laughs> but I'm going with Adam. <laughs> oh. And, uh, oh, you are going with Adam. No, no. Number oh, okay. one. Adam. Okay, sorry. You see, see, now I'm all mixed up. But no, one. <laughs> going with the Athlon K75. Final choice. Right there. Okay. It was tough. All right. Very good arguments, but going with that one, um, my second pick is going to continue to be my Logitech MX510, and my third pick is going to be the GeForce 256. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, it's it's yes. on me. So I'm also I'm also for my picks. I'm I'm looking back at the current Hall of Fame. We have one CPU. Two GPUs already, so I'm, I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a third GPU. I think we have room for others, uh, but I feel like we could have room for another and uh, uh, another CPU in there. So my first pick is gonna be Sandy Bridge because I I think it deserves to be in there. It, it's yeah. Um, my second pick is going to be for Sound Blaster because we do not have any audio representation in there, uh, and and for for gaming. Xbox 360 controller. I, I got to keep it in there. Got to keep it as a as a pick because it it redefined it. Adam, you if yeah. you were on the 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 Baseball Hall of Fame committee, you mm-hmm. would think, "Well, there's too many Yankees in here already. I'm not going to vote for this player. This is the greatest player in history, but the player is a, is a Yankee, and there's too many Yankees in the Hall of Fame. Is that yeah. that was your logic? Yeah, yeah." I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, all right, I guess it's my turn. Yep. Uh, this pains me greatly. <laughs> Just getting down to this. There is, like, every one of these are awesome. What pains me the most is having to get rid of the cool accessories. But also, I have brought Core 2 every other year. And this year, I didn't. Someone else did. And I really, really think it should be in the Hall of Fame. But I really, really think the K seventy five is going to have to get my pick over it. I really want to get AMD in there. So K seventy five, Sound Blaster one and I think the first GPU has to be in there. Uh, if nothing, so that way I can quit nominating it every year and <laughs> stop hearing about it. <laughs> 
which I think somebody did. I think somebody brought it in in the first year, and it got pretty close. I think it got beat out by the the eighty eight hundred GT. Yep. So yeah. All right, all right. Uh, that was that was me. So down down to Elena. It is down to me. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna throw your um, head in some so, uh, popular ones, or are you gonna try to keep around some other ones? This is the final round, isn't it? No, no, we we got no, one, more, one more round. We have to. You do have one more? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I change how I vote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gordon's face. <laughs> um, so I think if this is not the final round. Not the final round of voting. Yeah. Then uh, it's not the final round. I don't think it's actually going to change too much what I'm going to pick. Because um, there's a couple of things on here that I do think deserve a nod at some point for their their value and longevity. But for me, I would say that, like, for example, the GTX 1080 Ti and Sandy Bridge, and even though it's not on this list, like Polaris, like they will get their day in the sun, I think, like just for that value, just for what they represent in that for that time period. But um, I think we've we've done a good job previously of acknowledging stuff that wasn't necessarily like these old, like venerable, like you know, pieces of hardware. And I think this is a good year to do it to honor our past. So for me, Athlon K75 is going to be my pick, uh, my first pick. Sound Blaster card is going to be my second pick. And then my third pick, I'm really deciding how long I want to keep needling Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) Watch it. You pick it again Um, and it'll it'll stay uh, to the end and and get nominated. (laughs) Um. Uh, well, what kind of person do I want to be? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the Xbox 360 controller is a vote for it, so I'm totally doing it. I'm voting for number 11. Number 11, all right. Adam. That's, that, that was a great break. <laughs> did, you, did you think of that yourself, Adam, or was that a Discord thing? That was, that was an excellent pick. Both. Well, I, Discord, I, I had first asked Discord for stuff, and as they were throwing it out, I was like, oh, my God, how did I not think of that already? <laughs> like, that's totally, like, I, I'm passionate about it, and the, the Discord is passionate about it. So, <clears throat> uh, Okay, then that, yeah, we've got, what is it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven that got at least one vote, and one, two, three, four that did not get any votes. So I'm going to go ahead and take off the beautiful Noctua that uh, Noctua Browns will get their day in the sun one of these days. Uh, the Core 2 Duo, one one day, one day. The GTX 1080 Ti, we had uh, at least one person in the chat be like, oh man, that's, that's not going to make it. Uh, and yeah. Two now. I know, right? Uh, and the Sony G- GDMF W900. It's a beautiful monitor, but it's just the not... Samuel Jackson special. <laughs> it's just not going to make it in. So we're... I'm going to renumber these to the correct I'm really order. glad that someone mentioned a monitor, because now we can see that there's always been a history of unpronounceable and uh, monitor <laughs> model names. <laughs> Yeah. It sucks. Get stop it. 
goodness. Uh, it's okay. it's worse for the resolution standards, the visa standards, the Q- QHD, W, WQHD, plus, plus, plus. Nobody in the real world ever uses those, though. You got to, like, nobody's going to say, did you get a QHD or an FHD monitor? It's, but they will I, say, hey, man, what monitor did you get? Well, <laughs> It speaks to the the magic of Apple. You know, like, no one's going to buy a stupid whatever model, 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 number, number, number. It's just like, Mm -hmm. this is simply Apple monitor the best, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you don't need to worry about the other ones. Those those are all crap. The newest one's the best. Uh, Okay, we we got seven here. We have seven left. Uh, You know, I I, kind of want to try something new. I I, I feel like Athlon K75 is going to be locked. Do we, do we have anybody who's like, eh, you know what? I, I would not throw my hat in with the, the K75. This is just straight voting this round, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, if, if nah. we, I, I'm wondering if maybe we can agree to just three, you know, now, now that we have the, these last ones. K75, I was definitely going to vote for. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's Same definitely. here. Yeah, it's just too histor- it's too historical. I mean it really it, it really it it you know I would argue that before the original K seven Athlon it was Intel was had been undefeated ever in its history and the Athlon actually finally pushed Intel, you know, off the off the top of the hill for the first time ever, so and even though I don't know that historical context, my my Sandy Bridge and Core Two Duo uh, are gone. I I I would support that because uh, I think somebody said it. Maybe it was Brad that uh, that AMD should be represented in there somehow. So, Elena. Oh yeah, would, we definitely have to have somebody from the Cincinnati Reds because we don't have any Reds in here. <laughs> Elena, would Sandy you? Sandy Bridge is still on the list. Though. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, it, crap! It is. Yeah. Oh, well, whoops. No, but it's not going to get support. It's not going to get. It's not going to get. It's not going to get there. It's a good part for what it was. Fantastic, yeah. But you know, no. I I don't think it does have the historical significance of a GeForce two fifty six or an Atom processor. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Does not have the significance of Atom. Elena, would you would you lock this one in? Yes. That was okay. actually going to be one of my votes. Oh, okay. Then, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and mark it as locked. It is It is picked. It is going to be in the, the top three. So, which means then we have six that we need to uh, to settle on. Is, it, is there any others that anybody would think that it needs to be in there that, that should be a lock? There was a lot of votes for 256. I feel like the Sound Blaster card was getting a lot of love. I personally would. I was surprised at that, yeah. too. I was very surprised. Although, if we lock in GeForce 256, I mean, to me, well... I would say, personally, I would not lock in the G- GeForce 256. Oh, okay. All right. Let's, let's, then maybe we should... Same. Should we argue the last round based on this, then? I don't... Yeah. I, and Okay, so I'm going to do the reverse now. Would anybody else support Sandy Bridge other, other than me? Out of this six, not this year. Yeah, it's just okay. not. It's just like it. It's not like it. It's just like the 1080 Ti, which is an historic card, but just not its year. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then uh, is there is is anyone anyone think we can get rid of Adam? 
Not I mean, Elena. I'm, I'm gonna, sure I more wish. people would. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do, do you think it's going to hang? Do you, do you think anyone I mean, would vote no. for I mean, no. I mean, there's four people who are going to say no, and there's me, so... So, yeah, so but you may do it just to mess with everybody. Yeah. That's so you you whole. would vote on it. You would vote on it out of this list of five. It's not going to win. It's not going to win. For audio <laughs> listeners, I am I am making head shaking motions, indicating that I am conflicted. Um, I I do want to give. Uh, older hardware they're due this year so unfortunately i will have to let that uh that that controversial nomination go i may vote for it though adam oh. so I, <laughs> no, I, I, I will pick it then never mind uh what about the uh, logitech mx 510 nah anybody I'm think it, it would beat it. out yep yeah. okay okay Although I'd rather have it than an atom. I started my pitch by saying that I know that nobody has fond memories of it. I'm just saying that it was still monumental. I <laughs> know oh, you made a very good case for it. So did Gordon. Was the like, there's a lot of good cases for it. <laughs> Brad, so diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> the Titanic was a great ship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a historic moment, right? We still talk about it. It's true. If it wasn't for the Titanic, we wouldn't know to steer the ship left. They that move. <laughs> we wouldn't have countless internet debates about how many people can fit on a door. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Do, do, do we want to vote or is there any, any more people think that can be dropped or locked in out of this? I of think four? we have to vote now. I think we have to vote. I could potentially. I mean, I, Elena has convinced me that, you know. Having uh, accessible x86 computational power to everybody, it, it does have its value. It does have its value. I I really want to stem for the GeForce 256 again uh, before we go into this. For many reasons, you know, all the good reasons for itself as a product, I think we've already talked about. Uh, to me, that is the last of this great triumvirate of GPUs. So I think if we manage to vote this in this year, because it's very much deserving on its own merits, as we've already discussed a whole lot, if we vote it in this year, the next year, there will be more space for cool things like CRT monitors and liquid cooling and Xbox 360 controllers, because I won't even bring a GPU next year if we get this in this year. Hmm. Okay. That seems like a big promise to make, Brad. I'm You're throwing it on the table. I'm here right now. You're I will GPU leave guy. the GTX 1080 Ti at home next year. Whoa, that's a big <laughs> promise. Well, I, I do want to argue for Adam. <laughs> I, and I really do think the, it was historic. Uh, people who may not remember this, but Adam and Netbooks came out when it was during the economic crisis. Literally, people were not sure if we would have a functioning financial system the next week. And the ability to buy a $250 netbook with a, that could run Windows slowly was actually <laughs> of some value. So there is some, you know, you do have to recognize that with Adam. Mm -hmm. You could play World of Warcraft on it, too. 
it would run World of Warcraft at the time. <laughs> Don't ask how I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, oh, man, it's like, we're talking about the Hall of Fame, like the, the best of the best, the most influential, <laughs> you know, like at, at the top. You said the most influential. I, I mean... But it's influential in the negative way, right? I mean, that's the joke. <laughs> this is yeah. why they make rules, by the way. For everybody listening, the reason why we keep having rules every year and it gets added to is because of me. 100%. Which, I mean, technically, though, we did say no laptops. I, and I, I know that's not a laptop, pick, but it is a laptop processor, right? Well, they were in... compute sticks. Compute uh, okay. sticks. True. Yeah. True. Okay. It did go into desktop parts, too. There were... Um... True. Oh, and yeah, uh, no. Ian had the Ian server part. No, okay. Okay, okay. I'm going right. to go on the table and just say, I think GeForce 256 and Sound Blaster get it this time. Those are my two votes. All right. Well, so we're just going to start voting? Uh, yeah, let's, let's just vote then. Let's, uh, uh, Brad, Sound Blaster, GeForce, Gordon. Well, I, I will say it was really close in my book. I did have to weigh the significance of Wait, oh, that's Brad. Brad's votes. I had to weigh the significance of being able to hear, have sound in today's PC, and also, you know, the significance of the GeForce family that all started with the 256. It was very, very close. I did consider that against the historical uh, importance of the Atom processor, but I will say I, I will have to vote for Sound Blaster 1.0 and the GeForce 256. Okay. Keith? Not to just say the same thing that's been said the two previous times, but the uh, GeForce 256 and the Sound Blaster, because I couldn't play Flight Sim back in the day without the Sound Blaster card because of the con controller port on it. I bought a microchannel Sound Blaster back then for my PS2. Yeah. It was $200. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> nice. Uh, before I say my picks which I think uh, will probably be obvious. Uh, I do say I totally forgot. I'm sorry. We got two Super Chats. VC uh, Jester had given us $5. Thank you so much. It said, I'd like to nominate Hyperdyne Systems uh, 120-A2. Uh, so that's funny. Uh, Evocati Productions, $5. Well, but Thank they were so twitchy, much. though. They were very twitchy. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Gordon. Uh, 1080 Ti is deserving. Brett is right. It is the perfect pick. Uh, but it didn't. it didn't hang, so... Uh, for my pick, yes. for my pick, I, you know, I, I, uh, I, I don't want to be mean to Brad, but I, you know, it's like every year we, we get a, a GPU in there, you know, maybe, maybe we need to have a GPU, uh, argued about next year. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to forego the 256. I'm going to say the controller <laughs> is still very important, very influential. Pe people keep commenting, uh, in the chat that they are still using them to this day. Even though they stopped making them, they're hard to get, and they they obviously uh, revolutionized people who use controllers on PCs uh, and X input, of course, um, and and then also audio. Sound Blaster 1.0 audio needs to be in there, represented. So th those are my bring two that picks. back next year. Bring that back next year, Adam. I will vote for it. That was <laughs> the close number four for me. Yeah. I hate this so much. I love this, but I hate this so much. Elena? Um, so is this like the final now? This, like this whatever has the n most number of votes just goes in? I mean, oh, pr pretty much. So that means yeah. that my votes can be symbolic. <laughs> my votes can just be symbolic. 
Yeah. A protest yeah. vote? Sure. Um, so I'm definitely going to go for the Sound Blaster because I definitely want to give that its due. I think it should des- it deserves a um, complete sweep on that. Uh, I I hear your arguments, Adam, about the Xbox 360 controller and also uh, Brad's argument about the GeForce 256, but I, I actually like am in your camp, Adam, about like like how I want to prioritize between those two. But I've carried it this far. <laughs> so you know what my second vote's going to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. Maybe it's the first some... vote it's ever received in history. <laughs> Seriously. Um, pick a cause, you gotta champion it, right? So like, I'm just going to symbolically give my second vote to the Atom processor. Just because I've made my point. And maybe this will be forever if the only point I make about it, but (laughs) I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I I locked in Sound Blaster because I got a a sweeping five votes. uh, And I think if we're okay with it, it got the majority. GeForce 256 should should be pick number three. Is is everyone okay with that? Or should we do another round of voting? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Then, uh, yeah, that that means, Gordon, what are the, the top... The 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 next three nominees that are going in the PC Hardware Hall of Fame, please please tell us. And they so number one, actually, it is led in every single round of voting is is AMD's stupendous achievement with the Athlon K75, which was the full uh, code name apparently, the first CPU to reach one gigahertz. The model we're picking sold for thirteen hundred dollars. The original Sound Blaster 1.0 ISA uh, version, basically for ushering in sound to all PCs. Uh, there, it wasn't overnight. It had to fight many, many battles to get there. But in the end, the Sound Blaster 1 can be credited with giving all PCs the ability to make real sound. Third, NVIDIA's GeForce 256, which marked a a fork in the road for all PC gaming after GeForce 256, NVIDIA never stopped winning. There were a few times when it did lose to its competitors, but GeForce and NVIDIA are the dominant players in graphics today, and the GeForce 256 is what kicked it off. Nice. I dig it. I dig it. Then I'm, I'm whoops. Uh, I am going to take off the nominees and make the current Hall of Fame very large on the screen. Uh, now we have we have nine. We, we've been doing this. This is our third year. Now we have nine pieces of uh, PC hardware that are in our Hall of Fame to uh, to forever be immortalized uh, as important pieces of of uh, PC experience uh we did oh, get you have I, uh what did i misspell something oh locked yeah the, the word locked this is locked yeah <laughs> sorry about that Locked yeah uh and the unlocked put, version can you put one gigahertz in there i think that's probably the oh okay one muzzle i hope that this gets easier one of these years like we have three sets in point eventually right <laughs> in 10, 10 years maybe it'll be easier we'll have gotten through the backlog 
mostly by then, maybe. Then stuff today will be up for debate. Yeah, there's always going to be, you know, you're, you're really sort of, yeah, you're debating the, the historic value of, 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 of the product. You know, you we, know. we may put uh, Alder Lake up there one day. Yeah, you never know, right? Yeah. If it, we don't know. What if it actually does mark a like return to greatness for Intel, right? For desktop, we don't know that. But if it did, then yeah, maybe in a few years, that's the one thing people point to when we get there. We don't know that. And I would, <laughs> I would argue for people still salty about the 1080 Ti not making it this year. I can tell you, I can guarantee you, Aaron Rodgers will make it into the Hall of Fame one day. He is still playing actively in the NFL today, and. Is he? Yeah, I don't think he did last week. Yeah, but you know. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. No. <laughs> well, it's like Tom Brady. You, you know Tom Brady is, I mean, but you could almost argue with Tom Brady. You could just go ahead and just put him in the Hall of Fame now because what's the point? Even then, though, he would make it in because people are like, he's still playing. Why would you, you know, it's still 1080 Ti, and that's part of the magic of the 1080 Ti. It is still so stupendous. It is a fantastic card to this day. So, but I would argue it is way too early. Uh, we uh, we did get um, a another super jet from VC Jester reminded me that uh, a user over on the Gamers Nexus Discord is the uh, initial pick of that sound blaster. Uh, Nintendo Eats, Nintendo Eats uh, was a shout out to them for uh, for that pick. Uh, they got it in. I'm glad audio representation. Boom, it's in there. So, yeah, what do we got? We got three CPUs. No, two CPUs, three GPUs, a keyboard, Raspberry Pi, storage, sound card. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I'm digging it. I'm digging this list. Uh, yeah, um, no, and I, I'm glad the Sound Blaster got there, too. Yeah. Pretty soon we can build a whole PC, in theory, with all of our picks. <laughs> oh, man. That would that be would... a really interesting computer. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I considered, oh, boy. I considered the uh, people like this is so old time. The the FIC, F-I-C, uh, SD11 motherboard for the original uh, Athlon parts. And I considered actually nominating that motherboard, believe it or not, even though it was not the greatest motherboard and had issues, but it really was the first motherboard that was sold for Athlon. And vendors back then really were literally afraid of uh, Team Blue, and they didn't want, they didn't really want to, like, who the hell, they didn't want to get on the bad side of Intel, so why support it? And a lot of vendors just simply were not pushing them. They didn't want to make them. FIC just went ahead and did it, and that was the history was there, right? So, uh, You know, we, we do have a comment from uh, CMC Knight, 1984, said uh, that he, he thinks this voting's been rigged. Uh, elitist picks. <laughs> we, we should have picked the, uh, the Atom. It revolutionized more than the GeForce 256, so... You know, we, we, we have an up, uprising. Uh, and then uh, an interesting one, I, I have not corroborated this, but Mike uh, Brazone says uh, the 1999 issue of PC World gave editor's choice to the Athlon 1 gigahertz. And, uh, and PC Mag uh, gave it to the Pill Copper Mine. Or P, no. P, uh, P3. P3. P3 Copper Mine. Uh, copper Mine was a good part, though. But yeah, it didn't have enough to. It was not enough to fight off K7. It feels like. It did. I mean, it changed Intel's fortunes too because they, 
eventually after the whole Athlon Wars, you know, they had to finally throw Netburst and Painting for Overboard and do basically core, you know. that's sure. That was Born Core. Core 2 was out of that, right? Core core Duo, which was a mobile part. <laughs> nice. Fun stuff. All okay. old-timer stuff. And uh, Gordon, why don't you... Uh... Why don't you take us out of here? That that was a fun episode. We we actually did that faster, even though we had five people. We did that faster than the the previous two years. Uh, so, I dig it. Yeah, I think that helps to have very strong picks. Um, you know, and I think that you know, I, and I Adam was you know controversial too, but I I think there's some there's some reasons one day it might get in. <laughs> one day. <laughs> One day. Or it's like, I'll see you in 2055. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't put it against the significance of those other parts, but it did have its own significance. Like making the iPad a winner. But <laughs> Okay. Uh, cool. Awesome. Let's get out of here. Check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. And also, if you are in one of the services, please leave a review every time you do. People start booting up an atom-based machine <laughs> and continue to wait for it to boot. Send questions <laughs> and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Charkas. I've been Brad Charkas. Elena Yee. Thanks, everybody, for your support. Keith May. Bravo, bravo. And Adam Patrick Murray is going to hit the off switch. What a great year. Yeah, thanks, everybody, uh, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>